ora and welcome. I'm Boris Lamont and this is the New Zealand Wine Podcast. Thanks for joining us today where we're speaking with Douglas Reynolds, who is the author and photographer of a book, A Hundred Great New Zealand Wineries, which is a beautifully illustrated book of wineries from the very north to the very south in New Zealand. You can find the publication in bookstores in New Zealand and also online. Just look up 100 Great New Zealand Wineries. Right now, let's go have a chat with Douglas. So hello, Douglas. Welcome. Thank you. Nice to have you here. Happy to be here. And uh, you've just uh, very recently completed a book. That's correct. 100 Great New Zealand Wineries. Yeah, very good. Very good. Uh, So... Where did that um, Where did that journey start for you? How long How long ago did you kick that project off? Uh, it all goes back to 2011 when mm-hmm. I decided to study a bachelor of wine science with EIT. Mm-hmm. I gave myself pretty much five years to finish a degree, work for the top producers I could think of in New Zealand, as well as uh, write a book. And I gave myself five years to complete that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So that was a. That was a quite a good goal. So did you set that goal when you first started studying, or when you were partway through your studies? Or yeah, I gave that goal. You know, I gave that incentive to myself to uh, finish before my thirty third birthday. Right. And uh, yeah, it's it's been a really long journey, and yeah, and uh, I was able to yeah finish uh, the two degrees within a week of my birthday, mm-hmm. and uh, as well as the book. So wow, yeah, wow, was, well done, yeah, well so, done. So. so had you had the idea of the book sort of before you started the degree, or did that come out of doing the degree pretty much um it goes back further than that the idea really came while i was overseas and i was traveling around france visiting all the regions just gathering inspiration and yeah and seeing what style of wine that i liked yeah and then i realized um actually on a flight back to new zealand i was like oh maybe i should do some more research into new zealand wine and, and there's some really good new zealand books out there and then the idea of maybe doing a photography based book that's uh focused on a, on a market for a more easier uh, approach to reading about New Zealand wine, more photography-based, like I said. And yep, yep, yeah, that's, yep, quite that's visual. where the idea came yep, from. Yeah. Yep. Well, there's certainly some nice images, images to be had, aren't there, around uh, New Zealand wineries? Oh, <laughs> definitely, definitely. You can get some, you can get some stunning, stunning images. Okay, and, and so you grew, up, you grew up in West Auckland? Yeah, I was born in Helensville, and then I, um, I grew up on a... In a house uh, that backed on to Kumi River's Hunting Hill with my family. Ah, okay. So I, I grew up there, yep. you know, up until about 10 years old. And then um, me and my family, we moved to, to Riverhead out mm-hmm. west and lived on, a, on an orchard and, a, and where flowers were. My parents actually grew flowers. Right, okay. And, yep. uh, and then, um, yeah, we moved to Henderson Valley. And I used uh, those years to grow my appreciation for wine and... I would visit uh, my grandparents that lived on a winery out in Henderson Valley, and right, yeah, that's where the love started. Yeah, yeah. yeah so you always you always had uh, had uh, a vineyard just over the fence, or were surrounded by horticulture, that that, that whole world. Yeah, that's yeah. correct. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. good, good. So you pretty much always knew that that's what you wanted to do, something in that space, or um, was it later on you sort of thought, oh, well, maybe this has got got something for me. Yeah, it's uh, it grew slowly. Yeah. You know, as most people, you don't really know what exactly you want. No, sure. Around the ages of eighteen, when you're thinking of going to university. Yeah. So you know that's when I did the OE, and I came back, and 
I actually started a, a bachelor business and I quit after six months. Okay. And then I actually studied to become a land surveyor, which I finished. And I worked as a land surveyor in Auckland and Adelaide for about six years. And then during that time, I just enjoyed visiting wineries and, and talking with winemakers. And I knew that uh, was the direction I wanted to go in. Right, right, okay, okay. So, so what, what age was it that when you arrived at maybe wanting to um, decide to go and do the, do the study? It was, I was around 24 years old. Okay, and I okay. Was, yeah, I was over in Sweden at the time. And, right. And it just clicked. I was just like, yeah, that's, that's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. I'm going to become a winemaker. It took me a few years to actually uh, change direction, actually go back and study again. And um, yeah. yeah, it happened. And, and what had taken you over to Europe doing the, was it the traditional New Zealand OE trip or had something else taken you, taken you there? Um, the first OE was, you know, straight after high school around yeah. 18, but um, around 24 I'd met a Swedish girl mm-hmm. in, in Auckland and um, I decided to have a year kind of experience in Sweden and it was, yeah, during that time being away from being a land surveyor and et cetera that... Uh, the idea really took right. momentum. Right. Okay. Okay. But um, not, not not much wine around you up in up in Sweden. So it was something that was just sitting there in <laughs> in the back of your mind from from um, prior years' experience. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, yeah. Of course. You know, we did a lot of trips during that uh, first year. Right. To Alsace and Burgundy. Okay. And, yeah. Um, we went down to Provence and mm-hmm. the Rhone Valley as well as Bordeaux. I really was on a mission to gather as much uh, inspiration to uh, see what I liked. Yeah, great, great. Okay, okay. And then you decided to come back to New Zealand? Yeah, uh, yes. I actually uh, did a lot of the Bachelor of Wine Science from distance. So I was actually studying uh, from Europe. Mm -hmm. And then I would travel back uh, twice a year to do the workshops down in Hawke's Bay. And then later on in the degree, I I went and lived down in Hawke's Bay in, in Nahariri, beautiful place and um i was during that time i i liked viticulture so much i decided to do the concurrent degree and uh you know during that time i was just slowly gathering photos and uh picking away at uh writing a book okay and okay um, so so and and sorry say again what were the two degrees that you were doing so it's a bachelor of (coughs) bachelor of wine science and a bachelor of viticulture so right okay it's a four four and a half year concurrent degree right yeah. right okay okay and in those degrees that that's um quite technical sounds quite technical as it could sort of gets into the technical aspects of wine making and viticulture growing yeah definitely yeah. um hawks base eit is very hands-on you get to get a lot of experience in the lab as well as uh, visiting a lot of vineyards and and speaking with winemakers and uh, mm. yeah, it's it's a great great place to learn how to do winemaking. You know, you get to make your own wine. I made my own Chardonnay and a and a nice port wine made from Pinotage and, and Merlot. Yeah. And nice. uh, you also get to go into the the national award systems. You know, like Romeo Brigado, and, and see how your wine okay. matches up to the best. So oh, it's, it's, oh, really? You yeah. get to put them forward and get feedback on them. Exactly. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh, that's quite that's quite cool. Yeah. 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 Oh, very good. And so you, you finished your degree. Um, when was that? At, geez, I actually um, 
graduated seven months ago. Okay, all right. So it was it was very much a concurrent thing for you doing getting through your degrees and and putting the content of the content of the book together. Yeah, definitely. I was I was on a I was very busy the last five years. Yeah, you know, I didn't uh, I didn't uh, put your head up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was I was on a mission. Yeah, but um, it's it's paid off, and now yeah, it's it's just getting started there. Yeah, yeah, very good, and. So a lot of travel for you during that during that time as well, getting content and images for the for the book. Yeah, definitely. Um, of course, during that time in Hawke's Bay, I could go and visit a lot of wineries and mm. and get photos. But yes, I did travel from up north in Northland Kaitaia all the way down to uh, uh, Cromwell and Central Otago and, and Gibson Valley, and uh, it was just beautiful getting to see all the regions and. Really getting a feel of you know the the climates and what sort of wineries specialised and mm-hmm. which grape varieties and mm-hmm. uh, it was a it was a great experience. I really really uh, hope people do that as well. You know that's what I really wanted to do the book for was to inspire people to go and see all the wineries and have a look and for see themselves. All, all of New Zealand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean it, it is it adds such a great dimension and layer to your appreciation of. Um, drinking a wine when you can think about where it's come from and the terroir and the you know the people you might have met as well there obviously and the climate and everything just when you're drinking it rather than just reading the label and going oh okay this is from somewhere down central Otago if you can think back to that time it just adds another dimension doesn't it a whole another layer to your appreciation of of what you're drinking what you're experiencing yeah definitely definitely yeah, yeah. yeah. Very good. And so you did all the um, content yourself, your writing and all the, the photography? photography. Yep. Yeah. So it's, you know, I just wanted to have as much um, control of the book as possible. I wanted to do the design, but um, my publisher wanted to be in control of that. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's, I've really enjoyed being working with my publisher. They're very good. And yeah, I've just, uh, I love being creative, whether it be photography or or writing, or art, or winemaking. Mm-hmm. So, um, okay, I was in so my element. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's interesting. So that's all for you, part of that creative process. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. why I got away from Land Savannah. Yeah. You know, my my soul was like, I love creating. I want to use the land and and uh, make something from it in an mm-hmm. organic sort of way. Mm-hmm. You know, just uh, yeah. Yeah. Very nice. And so you would have visited. You know, obviously you've got in in the book a hundred. Uh, great New Zealand wineries, but you must have visited uh, a lot more than that to um, to get to the to get to the hundred. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you know, that was probably the hardest thing was choosing which ones to put in there. Mm. You know, of course, there's so many more that I would love to write about and 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 promote in the book. You know, I'd love to do a book which is. 700 great New Zealand wineries <laughs> yeah. you know it's, uh, yeah, but you know it's, it's just hard to get that into a book form that uh, yeah. yeah but I yeah. know uh, I did I, I visited a lot yeah well you could yeah. do volume 2 which would be another great another 100 great New Zealand wineries yeah. <laughs> well you know and 3 I, and 4 exactly yeah. you know I, I, that's you know it's in the heading it's not the yeah. 100 great New Zealand no. wineries it's just, it's just 100 yeah yeah good point yeah yeah yeah. there are there are a lot a lot of people doing some great stuff out there Definitely, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, and any highlights from your tripping around? You know, any experiences that, um, whether it was about the wine or the people or the place that really sit, you can still remember really vividly amongst all the 
all the visits that you had? Yeah, definitely uh, a lot of experiences resonated with me. Um, A few examples would be driving from Waipara to to, uh, Central Otago and seeing the Waikap Mountains and, you know, the beautiful uh, pristine lakes. It's it's, uh, a great experience and, you know, just having a chat with, say, Grant Grant Taylor Mm -hmm. and just by the vineyards and just talking about wine in general and just the, you know, the terroir and how we got started, et cetera. But um, other examples would be uh, grabbing the ferry over to Waiheke and watching the sunrise and grabbing a coffee on, on the island and then going to visit legends like Tifau and, and uh, Stony Ridge. Mm-hmm. And also up north, driving up north to see uh, Kari Kari um, Estate. You know, it's very wild out there. You know, just feeling the winds of freedom and it's, it's, it's a beautiful place. But uh, also just... Yeah, visiting and talking with all the wine personalities of New Zealand. You know, I got to meet uh, Sir George Fisinovich and Michael Brakovich and uh, Peter Robertson down in Hawke's Bay, as well as uh, Rosie Butler, a lo- lovely lady at Lime Rock, makes some excellent Pinot Noirs. Um, Kevin Jude down in, in, uh, in Marlborough, as well as, like I mentioned before, Grant Taylor down in, mm-hmm. in Central Otago. But uh, yeah, a lot of personalities, and you really get the vibe. and you see, uh, get to meet the personalities that have created our wine industry over the last, you know, 30 years or so. Yeah, yeah. So there's a great a great breadth there. I mean, you, you started out talking about the landscape and that's, it's, a, it's a stunning landscape down through central Otago. Um, you know, as you say, with the lakes and when the mountains have got a bit of bit of snow across the top of them it's um it, it it's hard to hard to match and then you go to places as you again you said like Waiheke completely different out across the Auckland Harbour on the ferry uh different type of vibe on the island and then up north again you know in Hawke's Bay they're all quite unique aren't they in their in their own way as to the vibe and then you add in the layer of people and how they got there and um how they got established and what they're creating out of that out of that place out of that location uh, and then being able to drink it that's one of the great things about wine isn't it you sort of go through this whole thing and you have something you can actually consume and taste and experience that is still alive in the in the bottle if you like Mm. Definitely, mm. I can mm. tell you you're a, a wine fan yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well yeah and a, and a great um, you know it's just a great way to travel the country isn't it because I, I think a lot of the time um, when you undertake an activity it's an excuse to go and do, do something like if you go skiing it's a great excuse to go up the mountains and be there and experience that or if you're into surfing it's a, it, it's a reason to drive out to these remote locations and paddle out in the sea and, and experience that and uh, um, you know doing doing that with wine around New Zealand it's a gives you a, a purpose and a reason to go to these places and and experience them a bit more deeply because you've got the people and the place and the uh you know the produce yeah, mm. definitely mm. yeah it's like you say you know when you go and see a lot of the vineyards you have to see all of the countryside on the way and the, yep you know and yep. at, at the end it's like at the end of the rainbow you got yeah. a nice wine tasting some nice <laughs> yeah. uh, cheese and crackers or something yeah. and and yeah. lovely people you know the most of the cellar doors around on New Zealand are just so uh, friendly and approachable, mm. and you know, compared comparing to say Europe, New Zealand's so uh, yeah, we're just laid back, you mm. know, just hip and cool and modern, and mm. you know, a lot of uh, people I, I've talked in France the last you know six or seven months, they just love New Zealand. It's, oh, you guys, you guys have got uh, the number one country, you know. And I was coming from France and Bordeaux, that's yeah. 
that's uh, high, that's, high yeah, praise. It is, yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, very great, and it's um, it's great you've been able to um, to to capture that in the in the book. Oh, thank you. Yeah, this was yeah, that was yeah. the aim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and any images in particular that you're really proud of that you you just you can sort of remember being there and going that was a. I mean, there's probably a few, but any that were just a, a real standout standout moment. You know, that was the hard thing was, you know, because you only can see the regions once or twice, you know, depending on how far away it is. And, you know, you're kind of limited to the the lighting, et cetera, you know, at the time. So, mm-hmm. of course, yeah, there's some good uh, shots, uh, I thought, that I got on Waiheke Island and, you know, during my time in, in Hawke's Bay, just when everything came together with yeah. all the elements for photography. Yes. Um, as well as Central Otago, you know, like uh, in Wanaka, for instance, with uh, Ripon Vineyard, it's just it's just uh, amazing to see these vineyards. You know, you don't find that anywhere else in the world. Mm. So now there's so many examples that I yeah. I was happy with the content. Yeah, you know, of course, some of the examples I would have liked uh, more sunshine or just more dramatic settings, but you know, New Zealand's quite a a rainy country at times, yeah, and you only can do what you can do. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've just got to take what the what the lighting is at the time. Yeah, yeah. In the in the mood of the weather. Yeah, that's yeah. it. <laughs> Very good. And so you're busy at the moment. We're um, in the lead up to uh, to Christmas, just getting the getting the book out there and making people aware of what it's about. Yeah, yeah. the last say three or four weeks, I've just been doing um, a lot of promoting. You know, mm. being on radio stations and. Um, TV and, and our podcast, just mm. getting the word out, you know, self promotion. Yeah, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a no, new thing to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm having fun. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying every moment of it. It's, yeah, it's a new experience for me, and I love new experiences. So, yeah, you know, I'm just, uh, yeah, just, just riding the tiger and just see how, see how it goes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and the photography you, you did all yourself. Has it been a, a bit of a, bit of a learning journey for you over the last? What's it been five five six years and in, in learning photography and how yeah, to yeah. you know how to take how to take the images? I mean, you went you went doing them on on an iPhone or something, were you? No, no, no. <laughs> I was using a DSLR um, Nikon D seven thousand, so mm-hmm. it, was, it was a good camera, mm-hmm. and um, it took me months just to wrap my head around uh, you know just how how it works, mm-hmm. you know, just getting everything in. In order, but um, yeah, of course, I spent a lot of time, mainly in Europe, just uh, taking taking shots, just getting used to handling it, and you know, there's a lot of times where I'm just on the fly and just want to get the ISO correct. You know, I'd love to have a tripod because you know you can really get more detail. You know, the light comes in through the through the lens much better. But um, you know, you just see the shot, you see the moment coming, you just you just try to get everything right and take the shot yeah and uh yeah no no it's been a learning curve i'm still i'm a work in progress so like, like i mentioned before i'm just getting started with my create creativeness as you yeah. Might say. yeah so so just on that what what's next you got something else in mind or yeah i i will become a, a good winemaker and a successful author that's my ambition mm-hmm. and um, i'm pretty I'm ambitious and resilient. I, I, I just keep on going. Yeah, and, um, but I, I definitely want to uh, broaden out and to create more books and um, just gathering international experience as well as New Zealand experience and, and winemaking. You know, they, they're, they're both my passions at the moment. And 
So, have you got an engagement lined up around around winemaking, or you just take, taking a bit of a breather after having? <laughs> no, actually, um, I I returned to Europe in about a week, right? And I will continue working with uh, Chateau Langlois, Livo Baton, and, and Bordeaux. They offered me a year extension. And, oh, um, okay. So did, just uh, just on that, so you, you have you've been working up there as well during during your degree, or not yet? Um, as soon as I graduated earlier this year, I went straight to Bordeaux to take up a position with um, a good chateau in okay. Saint Julien, and um, yeah, I've been working there for the last seven months, mm-hmm. and just did the, the two two thousand and seventeen vintage, which was an experience of a lifetime, and yeah, it was just uh, it was just perfect when. I was able to stay on for another year, and just right. improving my French and improve the way uh, the French make wine. It's it's just uh, it's different. And yeah, it's a good experience. Yeah. So h- how did that connection come about? It was that from your earlier visits to Europe, or no? It's um, of course I worked with uh, Tamata and Kumu River, which are good producers in New Zealand, and um, of course I had the concurrent degree, and so my CV was just. Um, on par with what they were looking for, right? Okay, yeah, and um, yep. so you just you I got was just it out lucky. there. I think I was just lucky. Connections. Well, it always yeah. takes a little bit of luck, doesn't it? Timing is everything, and yeah. it's got to yeah. be ready for the opportunity, yeah. you know. And yeah, I was I was ready for the opportunity, and, yeah. and I took it, and um, yeah. So heading up there in a, in a week's time, so yeah, for the end of the year, and then up for, did you say for twelve months? Yeah, so I'll be yeah I'll be in Bordeaux until Christmas next year, approximately. And uh, to go through the whole the whole year, the whole cycle, exactly, and continue yeah. what we just uh, made, and just to see the 2017 vintage uh, progress in barrel and, and right, uh, yeah, it's it's going to be a lot of fun. The, the team is fantastic, you know, the much older team. They're very experienced, you know. They've been working for Langlois level for 25 years on average, so and they don't speak English at all. So that's right. that was the biggest. Uh, uh, step to get by. You know, yeah. How is your French? I started with bonjour. <laughs> yeah, it's a good place to start. <laughs> yeah, and a few few good swear words as as most people do. And it's funny um, how that normally happens. It yeah. does. And then yeah, when you're forced to learn a language, it definitely helped that I I learned a second language prior to that. Just getting the gist of um, you know learning all the verbs and how how to conjugate them and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So I was pretty focused on learning French quickly. And um, just having your teachers every day at work, it, uh, it sped up the the learning process dramatically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, great, great. And um, wh- what are you, what are you thinking? Or have you thought that far? Out, like after that year, are you thinking you'll come back to New Zealand, or you'll just see see what opportunities see what opportunities come up and see how it pans out? Um, I I love New Zealand. I'm always going to return to New Zealand. Um, as a lot of winemakers do, they gather international experience, and I'm just like in, in the heart of that at the moment. But um, yeah, I definitely would like to come back for the 2019 vintage and do do one in New Zealand somewhere. But um, you know, life is a funny thing, so yeah, yeah I don't know. You know, yeah. things could change within the next year. But yeah. uh, I definitely I plan to do that. Yeah. Okay. Very. And and on the on the authoring side. Have you got uh, a project in mind? Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm in the early stages of writing a, a second book, but I'm not going to rush it. I really want to um, 
I've learned a lot just with writing the first one. Sure. The the do's and don'ts and what I can improve on. I'm always uh, trying to improve everything that I do. So I, I really uh, I look forward to the second book and. Um, I'm definitely going to make it a, a good one. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm sure it will be. I'm sure it will be. No, that's um, that's very exciting. Um, okay, very good. And so we always uh, finish up on a on a question: if um, if you could have any glass of wine um, with anyone, either living or dead, or not yet existing, um, you know, what would the wine be, and and who would you be wanting to drink that with? Um, I've been asked this before, and I said it would definitely be my grandfather who loved wine. But this time I'd like to answer with someone I have not met before. Um, I'd probably say, I'd have to go with JC. I'd like to meet Jesus Christ. Right. I'd like to know what he did between the ages of 12 and 28. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, as, for, as for the wine, I'd, I'd, I'd choose Chateau Musa from Lebanon. And, uh, you know, that's a wine that's Cabernet Sauvignon and Carignan. Yeah. And Sinso. And, and, yeah, 97 or 2001 vintage. That'd right. Be, uh, that would right. be, be the match. That'd, yeah. That would be interesting conversation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see, see how it compared to um, the stuff that he made up. Exactly. Yeah, yeah that would be another question. How did you turn water into wine? Yeah. You know? <laughs> but no. Uh, yeah. Okay, very good. Oh, that's great. Uh, well, thanks, Douglas. Thanks very much. Great to have you in here. Thanks, Bruce. Yeah, and all the all the very best for the uh, the book, obviously, and uh, for your next the next part of your life's journey. Oh, cheers. Cool. Cheers. Very good. We've been speaking with Douglas Reynolds, author and illustrator of a splendid book, A Hundred Great New Zealand Wineries, which you can find at bookstores in New Zealand, and it's also available online. Just check it out if you'd like to find out more. Uh, Also be sure to check out some of the other great New Zealand wine podcasts where you can hear stories from other people involved in the wine industry in New Zealand, winemakers, uh, vineyard owners and others. Thanks for listening in. Hey, corner mai. Bye for now.